What's the one thing that I've got that you haven't got? Your attention, and thank you for it. I am your host and mentor, Shannon Lynn, and welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not-so-positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings, to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. If you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were, and neither are you. Join me for an hour of power, as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So, if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. What's the one thing that I've got that you haven't got? Your attention, and thank you for it. I am your host and mentor, Shannon Lynn, and welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not-so-positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings, to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. If you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were, and neither are you. Join me for an hour of power, as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So, if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. Ah, good day to you, my friends. Welcome to today's podcast titled The Beauty of a Woman as a Man's Help Meet. This podcast isn't just for women. This podcast is for men too, as I'd like to share with you some deep, I mean biblically deep, understanding of why it is important for men and women to get along. Yes, it's true. Men and women have their differences. However, these differences are what God intended to bring two people together. Instead, we have used our differences like a sword to sever us apart from each other instead of using our unique strengths to help champion and create success for the other person. Instead, our society has rooted itself in narcissism for selfish gain. I'm excited to share with you how God intended friendships with the opposite sex to be. Are you ready? 
Let's dig in. The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Genesis chapter 2, verse 5. Bible scripture has been used as a foundation to set laws and boundaries within society. Now these laws have become the foundation within the family home too, and have even been used to determine gender roles to set guidelines for gender equality. For some, the Bible and its rulers seem archaic and out of date, forcing individuals to steer society into waves of feminism and political correctness. With setting teeth and sword against those who believe that the word of God has to stand for time eternity, the sands of time have changed, but not always for the better. It's complicated. It's a complicated issue, my friends, but the issue isn't with God's word or his law. The issue is with the laws that have come from the interpretation of God's word. And this podcast will show that the rule set by men to determine gender roles and guidelines was not what God ever intended it to be. Let's just go back to the very beginning at the garden. God made a helper for Adam. That's it. The original scripture was Hebrew, and the Hebrew word study that I'd like to direct your attention to today is the word help meet. The Lord God said, it is not good for Adam or human to be alone. I will make a help meet for him. Genesis chapter 2 verse 5. The roles of men and women were created as a completed reflection of God's image in his character. And this is to show us through the Hebraic word what was lost in translation with our English version Bibles. Keeping the character of God in mind as a separate and complete reflection in the two people whom God created in the Garden of Eden, God actually reflects himself in both genders, male and female. Oh, this doesn't have to be twisted, so just hang on a minute. We associate the term male and female based on anatomy. But what if the spirit really has no anatomy or gender form to speak of? God is spirit, and his image of himself is spirit. And this spirit was imparted to Adam. And through Adam, God's spirit rested within Eve through Adam's rib. Now, this is a conundrum for most people because the scripture references our God Most High, the Almighty Father in heaven, as being a he or him. I'd like to encourage you to just step aside from the male and female gender roles for just a minute because God is he. God is our Father. The Father in heaven is a him. He is male. He is masculine. However, the spirit has no form. The spirit only has character. Now, here's the point I'm trying to drive home. Men and women have the same spirit. We have the same character. Every man and every woman, we all feel the same. We just express these feelings differently. The male gender in his masculinity is bold in his protecting nature. The female gender in her femininity is just as bold, but differently in her 
feminine protecting nature. The difference between men and women is how we express ourselves in our dominating gender roles. The character of God is in men and women, and men and women are separated from each other by the way we express ourselves in our individuality, trying to find our divinity. Both genders, in fact, are equal according to the spirit, as the spirit holds both male and female characters. So here's the thing. I wear a female meat suit. The character imparted to me has a dominant femininity that allows me to fully express my gender. I still have masculine qualities, but they are not dominant, but they are submissive to my dominating feminine character. A man who wears a masculine meat suit His spiritual character is masculine dominant, and his feminine character is submissive to the dominating masculine character within him. Now, if you do not agree, this is not esoteric. This is actually scientific. Estrogen and testosterone are the hormones that both men and women have. Women are estrogen dominant and men are testosterone dominant. If there is an imbalance, the individual will step outside of their dominating characteristics and intentionally or unintentionally harm others and bring harm to themselves emotionally and physically. According to the Bible through English interpretation, it is suggested that men take on a leadership role and become rulers over women. And this is because women were created from men but also created to be the weaker sex. This isn't what scripture is saying at all. Scripture does say that women come from men, and so men have a natural dominating nature over the woman, but this dominating nature was not meant to keep women submissive or subordinate. The man was always meant to take on a leadership role. Men are to lead their lives accordingly, And women are meant to lead their lives accordingly, personally. But when men and women come together, it is now the man's responsibility to lead the household accordingly that keep in mind the feminine needs as well as masculine needs of the household. God created men and women to learn from one another. And according to the Hebrew understanding, We have missed the profound meaning within the leadership and learning roles that men and women are to take when they are evenly yoked to one another. So let's learn. The Hebrew word for helper is ezer, E-Z-E-R. This is from Strong's Dictionary Hebrew reference number 5828. And this meaning is not the same as it is in English. The Hebrew word ezer is a combination of two original Hebrew words that mean to save and also to be strong. We all know what help means. It can mean to give someone a helping hand, or it can mean to serve or provide assistance in a shared or equal role. 
An example of this would be a partnership in a professional service, such as paramedics and police officers and even firemen often ride together as they share in the same professional duties, as they assist the public, as they also assist one another according to the needs of the situation they are all in. Everyone receives equal training and learn from their experiences that they share together. The individuals trained for service are there for safety and security according to protocol. Scripture has this to say, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 10 so let's just reflect on this for a moment. We can understand what help means from a physical perspective, as men are definitely stronger physically than women. However, spiritually speaking, men and women are partnered up for spiritual reasons. Both men and women have nurturing qualities that can help the other person emotionally. Let's understand this further by going back in time. The Hebrew culture is something that we give little consideration today, but it still remains as important to us as ever it did. When a woman left her family to marry her groom, she stayed with the groom's family and lived there, and the groom's family became her family, and the groom's father took care of her like she was his own. But when the bride and groom began a family, it was then their responsibility to leave the care of the groom's family, and they lived on their own. In Hebrew culture, every Hebrew lived according to the law of God. So when the bride and groom left the groom's family to live on their own, they took their Hebrew culture with them. They didn't live on their own and live separate as their own individuated beings away from the law of God. No, they brought the law of God into their home personally as the law of God reigned in their hearts. The value and ethics system did not leave the Hebrew couple just because they went to live on their own. It remained the same as the Hebrew culture treated everyone equally. Everyone treated each other out of love, compassion, kindness, and mercy. And we don't see this very often today. Understanding this, we can understand that the bride and groom taught their children the ways of God as their parents taught them the ways of God. And they taught each other the ways of God through the treatment that they gave for one another. They treated each other clearly as how they were treated by others, as how they wanted to be treated by others. The wife would treat the groom as how his mother treated him, but she didn't parent him. She treated him in respect and loving kindness. And the husband would treat the wife as how his father treated her. The husband did not parent his wife. He treated her in loving kindness and respect like his father gave her. This is a representation of the house of God and how God treats us in equality. And here's where this matters. Just because we have genders doesn't mean mercy and grace are tossed out the window. In God's house, there is no favorites. 
Just because we have genders to separate us does not mean we allow our spirit natures to solidify that separation. In Hebrew, there is another word that goes along with help meet, and it is the word suitable. It is from Strong's Dictionary Reference 5048, and the word is kenedgo, K-E-N-E-G-D-O. In this case, the word suitable means opposite, and it also means in front of. So think of a couple of being in front of one another and being the opposite of each other. Woman was created to be the opposite of man, and standing in front of man, she becomes a reflection of him as man standing in front of the woman, he becomes a reflection of her. And this solidifies the scripture when God says, two will become one. When one is standing in front of a mirror, they see a reflection of themselves, and that reflection is opposite to one's true likeness. This is what men and women are to each other. Together they make up the complete image of God in his character. They are each other's opposites, but they do not live in polarity or opposition of one another. They bring their differences in harmony to the relationship, creating a solidified union by providing strength in the other's weakness, showing kindness and mercy and love because without this kind of support, who they are as natural opposites will be expressed by their individuation within the marriage. Oh, and we know this. Do you know a couple who are married, but but they act like complete strangers to one another? God says this, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as it is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Colossians chapter 3 verse 18 through 19. The roles of men and women in scripture are clear as God did not make women to be subject to any sort of subordination from men and men are not to make victims out of their wives. Men and women are not to be slaves to one another. The rules of both genders are quite clear, as the character of men and women together in unity reflect the character of God in his entire image. The roles of Christ and God are reflected in the image of men and women who are evenly yoked and serve God in righteousness. In the house of God, there are no gender specifics, as in heaven, men and women will not unite themselves to marry and produce children. This allows us to understand that the character reflected in the deity of God through the partnership of men and women is manifested complete upon uniting with God in eternity. Well, it is true that a woman cannot measure up with a man as she does not express strengths that men do, as she does not express the strength that man has physically, but women spiritually express strengths that men do not spiritually have. And men express spiritual strengths that women spiritually do not have. If we strip ourselves of our gender physical specifics and set them aside to reveal the spiritual nature of both men and women, we would see a better likeness of the Godhead as God intended. And God intended us to be united together by one spirit under the house of God with the express direction of equality for everyone on earth as it is in heaven. 
But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. Let's just talk about the role of same-sex couples for a minute. Understanding the teaching so far, we can see how the covenant between genders is changing, and instead of having two genders to become one, we now have two of the same gender becoming one, and this can never fully express the full and complete character of God. The spiritual implications to this is that men and women, when they come together in physical unity, they exchange their spiritual likenesses, their spiritual characters with one another is exchanged. This is how married couples are able to think alike, dress alike, talk alike, and you'll even see that they start to show similarities in their physical likeness. It's very subtle, but it's there. Couples do take on each other's mannerisms, their facial expressions. In lovemaking, men and women impart their spiritual natures to one another. This helps the couple to relate to one another. As the woman's spiritual nature is imparted to the man, she then subdues his wild nature within his masculinity. And a man who imparts his masculine spiritual nature to his feminine partner, he then tames her femininity and brings out her masculinity to create a balance within her. This is important to address because if one person in the marriage is dealing with anxiety and depression and mental and behavioral issues, it is through the act of lovemaking that anxiety and depression and behavioral issues are imparted to the other person. This is science and it makes it more important than ever for those who are in relationships to leave your troubles at the door before you enter the marriage bed. Now, taking all of this information and bridging the gap and making an argument against same-sex coupling, well, they are in fact exchanging one spiritual nature, not with another spiritual nature, as they are not blending their spiritual natures with an spiritual opposite. They are spiritually blending themselves with the spiritual nature that is of the same likeness. A spiritual masculine nature then is united to another who is also heavily reliant on testosterone. This testosterone is not subdued, but enhanced, magnified, toxified. The same is for a woman. A spiritual feminine nature that is heavily reliant on estrogen who then is united to another who is also spiritually reliant on estrogen. These two spiritual natures are not or subdued. They are enhanced. They are toxified. A man who is too much in his testosterone, who sexually unites himself to another man, this is what breeds toxic masculinity. And a woman who is too much in her estrogen, who spiritually unites herself in physical union to another woman, this is what breeds toxic femininity. Men and women who come together spiritually enhance and subdue each other's spiritual natures. 
Unevenly yoked is unevenly yoked, my friends. I am hopeful that you understand the message within this podcast. Men and women can be unevenly yoked to one another, and this makes it a difficult relationship to navigate naturally. And men who yoke themselves to other men sexually are unevenly yoked. And women who yoke themselves to other women sexually are unevenly yoked. Oh my gosh, now can you see the problems of society that we are living in? The world is a very toxic place and we are called to come up out of it. It is my hope that this podcast helps you to understand that men and women need not be enemies. There is a beauty between men and women that cannot be seen within the physical eyes. It is felt with the spirit. When two people come together in equality and appreciation for one another, forming a healthy relationship with yourself creates an essential foundation when forming friendships and relationships with people who are of your opposite. Instead of taking people at face value and seeing them for the individuals that they want to be seen as, may I encourage you to look deeper, look deep into their hearts to see Jesus and love them as Jesus loves you. Well, my friends, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed today's inspiring podcast by helping you to see that we are all God's children doing the best that we can. But let's do one better by lending ourselves to patience for others and ourselves as we do our best to try to get along. Thank you for listening to It's Positively Spiritual. Be blessed. that I've got that you haven't got your attention and thank you for it. I am your host and mentor Shannon Lynn and welcome to It's Positively Spiritual. This is a podcast series sent to you on the daily to create awareness and educate you on how you can become empowered to thrive positively in your life by exposing you to the not so positive in your life. This is straight talk content that exposes you to your feelings, to have you walk and talk in self-awareness and in self-control emotionally for Jesus. If you don't know who you are, then believing him who knows who you are will only leave you deflated and stuck in a rut. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I've been there too, so I definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm not going back to the way things were, and neither are you. Join me for an hour of power, as It's Positively Spiritual helps you to unstuck yourself the Christian way. So, if you are ready, let's get ready to rumble with positive spirituality. (laughs) 